0: your community network news, bringing you the latest in LGBTIQA plus news and sport from Australia and the world. Celebrating 15 years on air, thanks to Australia's only rainbow community media organisation, Joy.
1: Hi there, I'm Matthew Wade, and this is your q and update. A dozen neo-Nazis performed Hitler salutes, hurled vile slurs and targeted a drag performer at a family-friendly youth festival in Moonee Ponds in Inner Melbourne on Friday. The group of men staged a vile protest at Queen's Park, unfurling two banners, one referring to drag queen Belial Bazaar as demon flesh, while another read, Drag Pedos Groom Kids. Taking to social media, Bazaar wrote, we were having an absolutely fab time at YouthFest today until neo-Nazis showed up to protest me. Hate won't divide us and this act of hatred has only affirmed me in what I do. The three young men who used Grindr to lure Canberra man Peter Keeley into bushland where they assaulted, tied up and left the man for dead on the New South Wales South Coast have been sentenced to jail for aggravated kidnapping. The trio were all aged 17 when the first teen began talking to the real estate agent on Grindr. Keeley died after the teen lured him to the secluded bushland in Brulee on February 2, 2020, expecting to meet for sex with an 18-year-old, the court heard. Long-running Australian not-for-profit organisation PFLAG is taking its support and advocacy for Australia's rainbow families to a whole new level. National Directors Jane Hopkins and Joe Gilbert are spearheading a new chapter in the advocacy organisation's 30-year history. PFLAG is now PFLAG Plus Australia, Parents in Pride. They're updating the name of the now registered charity to be more inclusive, reflect its national focus, foster greater cooperation between states and territory branches, and source tax-deductible funding to create resources to better support families. A Tasmanian gay couple have celebrated a court win after a judge sentenced a neighbour who hurled constant anti-gay abuse and damaged their property to a suspended sentence of six weeks in prison. The couple, Tony and Doug, moved in next door to the woman in a southern Tasmanian town. But then for over a year, the two men said they suffered her constant anti-gay abuse in an ordeal they described as, like living in a nightmare. The non-stop harassment, vandalism and verbal abuse from the neighbour left the men walking on eggshells in their own home. And UN experts have demanded a stay of execution for two Iranian LGBTIQA plus rights activists. In September, Zahra Zadigi Hamadani, who's 31, and Alam Chubda, who's 24, both LGBTIQA plus activists, were sentenced to death. That was your news update, now to Jacqueline with your Sport Report.
2: The British-based Gay Football Supporters Network celebrates its 20th anniversary. Established in 1999 as a way for gay football fans to meet and discuss the world game without fear of abuse or discrimination, it has developed into its own league. The GFSN is the only national LGBTQ plus football league in the world, with 17 sides across two divisions with the goal of going to national. Official broadcaster of the FIFA World Cup 2022 SBS has announced the commentary team for the iconic football tournament, which kicks off in the 20th November. Head of Women's Football at Football Australia and former Matilda Sarah Walsh joins a panel of six experts. Walsh represented Australia at the 2004 Olympics, 2006 AFC Women's Asian Cup and the 2007 FIFA Women's World Cup. On the panel is ex-soccero and human rights activist Craig Foster who is looking to use his platform to shed a light on human rights practices in Qatar and hold FIFA to account. Foster explains in an interview with SBS News.
0: We have to ensure that it never happens again. What is the best way that we can create impact to ensure that FIFA are not allowed to do this again? Saudi Arabia are talking about bidding for the 2030 World Cup, and we're talking then about a recurrence of this type of harm.
2: And American professional basketball team, the Los Angeles Lakers, will host the fourth annual Pride Night to celebrate LGBTQ History Month. For the first time, every Lakers fan at the game will receive a commemorative rainbow-colored Lakers pride jersey. The Lakers take on the Minnesota Timberwolves at home on October 12.
1: Thanks, Jacqueline. That's making news in the LGBTIQA community this week. The QNN team will be back here next week, or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for QNN. I'm Matthew Wade.
0: QNN was recorded at Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tune in to Joy 94.9 FM in Melbourne, joy.org.au or via the Joy app. QNN is distributed across the community radio network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.